Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with rider guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in this province growing the game we love. Now, here's Ballsy. Growing the game with Ballsy would not be possible without these fine sponsors. Face First Medical Aesthetics in downtown Regina above Gabos on Dudney Avenue. By Pizza Hut's in Saskatchewan by Mark Greshner Photography. Check out his work at markgreshner.com. By Paul Waldo over at Royal LePage in Regina getting the real estate game with the three-time Grey Cup champ, 306-502-5355. By Riviera Ag Seeds in Radville, thanks to Paul Riviera and his great family for getting on board once again and supporting uh, Saskatchewan football and uh, they're big supporters of the Rough Riders too. They just can't wait for their CFL to get back. Also, speaking of rider fans, Corey Zadorozniak, Double Z Egg Sales out there in Weyburn. Uh, if you want grain hauling, grain marketing, or crop insurance, give him a call out there in Weyburn. He is a huge rough rider and amateur football supporter. And speaking of amateur football, SAS Selects Football, building the gridiron stars of tomorrow, today. Hey, speaking of building, Scott McCauley over there with the Regina Thunder in North Regina in the PFC, building a great program out there. Of course, they did win one national championship back in 2013. They've been close a couple of times battling the Hilltops for supremacy in the PFC. We know the Saskatoon Hilltops are a juggernaut. Well, McCauley's been laying a great foundation there with his coaching staff and the board of directors uh, building young men and building a football program. Well, they're also working on the foundation of the building which they took over from the Regina Rams back in the day. And I caught up with Scott recently to talk about that and the offseason the team's had. Doing good. I actually just uh, left Scotty Livingstone Field and headed home for supper as we just finished pouring our uh, new flooring for our weight room. Yeah, so let's talk about that because that was a facility that I uh, grew up in and you did too, the the Rams facility up there. And then, of course, it got turned over to the Thunder many years ago. But, of course, with time comes age, comes a building aging out. But you guys had some corporate sponsors step up and really help you guys out because you're what you had problems with your flooring. Yeah, actually, it's been quite quite amazing here during the uh, these COVID times. Obviously, the facility's not being used as much as it's been in the past, and it's kind of a great opportunity for us to start to uh, renew some things that need uh, some adjusting. So we've been working on uh, painting and you know decorating the uh, director's room to make it a little bit more comfortable for everybody to work within. And you know, unfortunately for us, they, the the weight room had uh, some caving on the floor, which ended up being you know. Possibility of being a twenty to twenty-five thousand dollar job without a sports dinner or a season to get your corporate sponsorships or the the riders having a season last game, you know some of that fifty-fifty money from the, from the Rams gig there. Um, you know we really had to reach out to to the community for their help, and we've been really lucky to have quite a few guys step up and help us out. Yeah, tell us, give us a give them a plug because they deserve one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it really kind of started with. Uh, Velko Stefanovic from uh, Armada Homes, he was willing to uh, kind of lead the way and, and make sure that everything was done properly and, and, and done, the, uh, done the code. So our players, you know, went in there and they uh, basically took a jackhammer and a sledgehammer and smashed the floor out and hand-bombed all the cement out of there. And then from there, we were lucky to have uh, have a Duca from GR Consultants. He uh, goes in contact with uh, KF Aggregate and they donated the uh, the base or the dirt, as I would say, that uh, we're able to bring in to make sure that the floor, you know, isn't vibrating because we think that's kind of part of the reason why it tends to, tends to crumble. So once we got that sub base in there, um, Ardell Steel, another local company, uh, donated the uh, the rebar 
and uh, Zonko and again some of our players were able to install that into into place but properly and then uh, today we were lucky that we had um, we had uh, oh, I'm kind of starting to drop blanks here I'm so tired from working all day but we had uh, Jake Nagy uh, which is a, a pumping business for concrete instead of us having to you know put the concrete into wheelbarrows they actually just showed up with a with a pumper to help us out and that was unexpected and they donated that and then Lastly, you know, the concrete from us, uh, Burden Excavating, but it's actually uh, Stonebridge Ready Mix are the ones that donated the concrete. And they showed up with uh, two trucks today and were able to get everything put into place. And I think it looks pretty darn good. I'm actually just came home to eat and then I'll be heading back to to work with Zelko and some of, his, some of the guys on his crew to make sure the floor is all flat and looking good and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, Zelko's a great guy. He does so much for the football community. But, Scott, you're a guy that, you know, you, you got a day job, and you're a guy here now that, I mean, your day job has been affected, uh, obviously, uh, like a lot of people's. But, uh, you, I mean, you what keeps you coming back? Not only coaching kids for basically for free, but you, you're you now pouring cement and doing all that. And your your boys your boys aren't of age in terms of playing junior football yet. They're still in the high school ranks. What keeps you coming back year after year, Macaulay? I'm going to tell you, like, I, I, just, I really love the game of football. I love the, the Regina Thunder. I think that it's a, it's a great organization. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to play for the Regina Rams when they were a junior football club, and Eventually, once they moved on to, to the university levels, you know, I wasn't quite as tall as the rest of the guys or big or fast or strong. And, you know, I, I did move up to the ranks of the university levels with those guys. But then, you know, luckily for myself and many other players, you know, the Regina Thunder was formed and it gave an opportunity for guys to, you know, be part of something special and just to have somewhere to, you know, again, feel like you belong and be able to give back and, and the amount of people that you get to meet throughout the community. I just, it's, it's something that's special to me and, and also my family. I look forward to every year to, you know, working with new people and kind of molding them the way that we want to grow and move our organization forward and, and have some fun. How has uh, the off season gone in terms? Has it been different in terms of scouting? Like you talk about no dinner, no this, no that. Has it affected how much you've been able to go out and get kids? and bring them into your program? Because this junior football isn't just for the guys that like to hammer nails and work and then come play football. You give a lot of scholarships for for school too. So has that been affected? How how has that, that been affected? Yeah, you know, I mean, well, basically, essentially, you're bringing in two different recruiting classes, yeah. right? And so we were lucky to have a five-week training camp, and we had, I think, around 50 to 75 guys that were able, all 25 guys that were able to kind of put through the paces there and, and we really had like around 100 guys in our roster that we were trying to bring to a spring camp when everything got shut down. So we wanted to give everybody like a real opportunity to compete and be a part of the team. And and now I'll say coming into this year, you know, it's it, it's a battle and it's it's been it's been kind of difficult because you haven't been able to do the regular team workouts. You haven't been able to do the skills and drill sessions that you would want, or if you are going to do them, like you're in groups of eight and they got to be less than the age of 18 and. There's been a lot of restrictions, so it's it's been difficult. But you know, our coaches have really been real good with kind of being upfront with the players. And you know, once we kind of get through the holidays here, we're going to start to have some really small positional camps. So hopefully, we can get you know our numbers to a more workable number going into our spring camp. You know, we normally have these indoor camps where we're having about 150 to 200 players that we're putting through and getting eyes on, and then from there coming down to our spring camp at 125. Well. If you can only run a positional camp or a positional practice with eight guys, like there's, you know, we're going to have to 
do a real good job of making sure that, you know, we're present when we're there, we're keeping eyes on these guys, get as much film as we possibly can, and, you know, trying to make the best decision for, for our team and organization. Give us a couple of names from this recruiting class that we should uh, maybe look forward to seeing, hopefully, when we get back to playing football here in the summer for you guys in the fall. Well, I think, you know, guys come out of high school right now, like for us, you know, one of the key places that we've had some success with has been Yorkton. And, you know, there's a kid named Jackson Boyda. He's a receiver that can also play defensive back. Uh, there's a kid named Kenton Effa that also is a linebacker slash type of dime player. I think those are two guys that I can see playing, you know, in the near future. And there's also another kid named Reese McCormick that's been highly scouted by a lot of sport teams, but he hasn't played in a couple of years because of, of a knee injury. But, Man, he's a big kid, and he's strong, and he's coachable, and we're hoping that we're able to land him here in, in the near future as well. So Yorkton's really been kind of a hotbed for us. Another place, you know, we really reached out to some of the smaller towns. There's one place they won a provincial championship here, actually, the last two years out of Hackford. And there's about four or five kids out of there that we really think are great athletes and, more importantly, great, great people that, you know, we think we can bring in and they'll fit into our organization really well. Scott, thanks for this. We'll let you uh, go have yourself some supper and good luck uh, getting that flooring uh, leveled off so we can get the weights back in there and get the guys pumping iron and ready for the 2021 season. All right, well, thank you very much, Michael, and I appreciate everything that you've done for football in Saskatchewan as well. How do we get more people taking the COVID vaccine? Easy. Instead of a shot in the arm, introducing COVID shots. Yes, Moderna and Absolute Vodka are teaming up to produce Absolute COVID Jello shots. Choose from lemon, watermelon, strawberry, orange, or banana. Oh my God, I'm so wasted. And you, best immunization ever. Moderna's Absolute COVID Jello shot. Get yours at a bar near you. I can't feel my lips. This has been Growing the Game with Ballsy. If you have a football story you'd like to share to help us grow the game, email Michael Ball at mball at harvardbroadcasting.com. Ballsy can be heard weekdays in Regina on 104.9 The Wolf Morning Show and during Saskatchewan Rough Riders and U of R Rams broadcasts on 620 CKRM.